When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog This is Nicole's Gazer Night and Me She's watched the show like a lot of times Who is gonna be chief of surgery? Grace Anatomy. I am so pumped for you to listen to this episode that we have, which is all about Addison, an iconic, weirdly short-lived character in the Grace universe who just had such a huge impact on me, on our incredible guest, Christina Tucker. Uh, I think you're going to love this episode. Uh, Before we get into it, super quick, I do want to address uh, one recurring thought that was uh, pointed out to me, which had to do with last week. Hannah Solo came on. We talked about forgotten characters. And we talked in particular about Sadie. And we said that their nicknames were Death and Dying. And so many of you so helpfully just jumped in to let me know that it actually isn't dying. It's die. And that it comes from Meredith and Sadie. Meredith, say die. Genuinely didn't know that. Genuinely also earlier in the day was actively bitching about how some people sometimes occasionally rarely even leave a review on the podcast accusing me of inaccuracies and I was like that's rude and then I genuinely did go on and make um, I mean who can blame me and it's totally fine but I did make an inaccuracy and I think what's important to remember is that we're all imperfect people in this world quote by Nurse Rose and uh, I am so appreciative actually that people pointed that out to me because first of all that makes so much more sense And second of all, I have got to start watching the show with some subtitles on and just kind of reading it out because that was just like, you know, when you hear a song when you're like younger and you don't know what all the words are and then you hear it like 15 years later and the lyrics that are playing in your head are like the nonsense words that you made up when you were a kid. That was 100% what was happening with me with death and dying or as I now know, die. In any case, that brings me to my next point, which is that if you have not yet left a nice review, like a positive, fun review for Nicole's Grey's Anatomy, and you would like to, I would really like that. It would mean a lot to me. You can do that on Apple Podcasts. And yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, As always, you can always tweet anything you want, corrections or nice things. You know, the corrections are also nice, but anything you want, you can always tweet at me at Silverberg. I am so happy that people listen to this podcast and that they like it. And I love to hear from you. And yeah, that's basically it. Without any further ado, let's get into the epi. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Nicole's Grey's Anatomy. Today, we have a fan of the pod, a fan of Grey's. She's a writer. She just moved to Philadelphia. And 
we just met in person for the first time today, which has been so far amazing. <laughs> it's Christina Tucker. Honestly, I was so worried about that because I was like, am I just going to be the first crazy person who bullied my way onto this podcast mm. using the power <laughs> of the internet? No, I didn't feel bullied at all. Oh, I'm, so I felt, un- I'm so happy about I that. I felt wooed and I also felt um, excited because I have read your writing and mm, I and sure. I read your your tweets. And uh, so I knew yes. I knew it was a good a good fit. Yes. A match made in heaven. A match indeed a match made in heaven. Or made in Seattle. Who could say? Oh, Who and what a perfect say? transition. What a perfect transition <laughs> to ask you what your Grey's Anatomy journey is. I had to think about this um for so long mm-hmm. because so I am not current at the moment. I think I'm like a season or two behind, but who can say because how many seasons are there? A billion? 15, one million? Which is the same right. as a million. Right. And I, Above 11, I think like you you jump straight into the millions. Yeah. No, I think that's, yes, that's absolutely how I feel. Maybe even above eight, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, there was a long period of time where I hadn't watched like past eight or nine. And mm-hmm. then I was like, you got to just do it. Yeah. And then I got to the place where it was like currently airing and I'm garbage at keeping up with shows that are currently airing. I just mm-hmm. can't do it. Like, what do you mean? I'm supposed to remember to check this on the Internet. The well, there's next no day. incentive because there you can go a... watch it later. I can. And I love to binge. And I think Grace is just so good at binging. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I'm never been, I've never been current. I knew it was happening when I was in high school because what it was 2003. Five is Five. when I premiered. Yeah. Great. So I was like in high school. But I do think. And a sad fact, I think it was a little internalized misogyny on my end. Yeah. Also because those early promos when they were like, it's sexy time, but it's doctors also. Yes. I, I think Bowen said something kind of similar. Of yeah. Like, it, it's just, they really advertise like, okay, what if sex in the city happened in a hospital? Like, what if a scalpel button surprise it's an eyelash curler? Right, exactly. So yeah, but then I had a friend who was like, I need you to absolutely shut up and take these DVDs and watch them. And boy, oh boy, did that change my life. I think she gave me the first two seasons on DVD. Okay. And then it was over for me. You were hooked. I was hooked. What hooked you? I mean, everything about it or something specific? Honestly, I can't in like my recollection. I think I was just like, oh, this is just a good show. Yeah. This is just a television show with good actors, with humor, with drama. Yeah. And that's I'm, what hooked me too. I was I'm like, for it. I was like the the whole package, the way that this yeah. is being presented to me. It's not that I care about doctors. It's that no. I care about these doctors. I care about these doctors. My and friends. Yeah. Watching and going back and like watching the first season, which I've done an incredible amount of times. Yeah. Um, it still just holds up as like a perfect season of television. It's I just know. so good. And I fell deeply in love with it. And then Addison came at the end and I was like, well, I'm here for all of this drama. Oh, I yeah. I think I was shocked oh, when I was Addison absolutely came. shocked. Just the moment where he's like, I'm really sorry about this. I just remember like being approaching? like, yeah, I remember being like, what is he sorry about? I'm, But I'm such a mark for literally every single thing. Like I will watch a Marvel movie mm, sure. and I'm having every single reaction that I'm supposed to have. I'll be like, who's that? And then they'll be like, it's me, this person. I'll be like, he looks weird. They're like, I look weird because of this. <laughs> like I always am asking the question the instant. You're before like a live the, studio audience yeah, all the time. Oh, 100% of the time. So it's like she came in. I'm like, who's that? And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, why is he sorry? <laughs> like, I mean, that that is me. She and I'm looks a like very, she's from New York. <laughs> I'm a very smart person, but when it comes to media, I am like, I am like a mark. And that moment played out with me exactly Mm -hmm. how I think it was 
It's supposed to. Supposed to. Yeah. yeah. No, it absolutely did. Yeah. And then I like was hooked, but then I, I still was garbage at keeping up with TV. So I like took a break. And then I have a very clear memory of moving to Boston and being like in college and watching. I think it was it must have been the shooting episode because I was just like glued to mm-hmm. my twin bed because I was in college. Yeah. And I was like, this is the greatest television show that's ever been made. Nothing can top it. This is amazing. <laughs> how, how, where could we go from here? And we went a lot of places. Yeah. Like so many. And so, so have there been, so you, you've stopped for time. Mm-hmm. So you've gone back in. Have you stopped at ever because something was like, you were like, I'm done. Or has it always just kind of been, the general fatigue of keeping up. Usually it's a general fatigue of keeping up. The first time I like thought I was done forever was when I was like, I'm sorry, Mark and Lexi died. Oh no, no. Yeah. I shan't just like, no, we don't deserve that. Meredith doesn't deserve that. I can't watch this. I love those two. Yeah. It's really hard that you leave season eight thinking, I can't believe we lost Lexi, but at least we still have like X, Y, Z. And then the reveal at the beginning of eight that he, that he's dead or that he has, is dying. is really tough. It's really hard to like have him be there in the hospital bed. The surge is dramatic. Oh, the surge. The surge. Everything is hard. Yeah, Yeah. So, and I had a feeling I was like, you know, maybe this is a crazy thought, but maybe. Grace will say, this is going to be our last season. And then I'll just do a full rewatch. And Grace said, no, madam. (laughs) Uh, No, no, no. We've been renewed for like eight billion more seasons. So now I'm really standing on a crossroads of like, okay, I guess I just have to dive back in and really commit to getting into this. Though I must say all of this Station 19 talk is not making me looking super forward to that. I'm, I'm keeping an open mind in the sense that like, I don't want this to be the thing that breaks me. Yeah. I'm stronger than this, you but are. I also You've been am. So much. I've been through so much. I've been through more than any person should have to go through with Truly. a television show. And, the, and you know, not to be like this, but like they owe me that much. No, I guess they do. My, <laughs> no, they absolutely I guess that's my stance. Do. Uh, they owe me something. So I don't know. We'll see. But we'll see. I, as long as the Grey's Anatomy episodes are watchable in isolation, which I think they have to be, yeah, I'll I, still be in. Yeah. If it ever gets to a point where it's like you must watch both in order to understand mm. what's going on or like major Grey's Anatomy plot points are happening in, in Station, Station 19. 19 episodes, that will be tough for me. And it's bizarre So I just don't care about fire. I don't care about fire. I'm like not a fan of it, but I'm like not yeah. interested in it. I don't, I don't want to, I don't care about fire of a building. I don't care about. I don't care about Ben Warren. I don't, oh, certainly not. I certainly, sir, you've had enough jobs to last a lifetime. Like yeah. I don't understand. And I'm just supposed to, you know, I understand that your wife has to deal with it, but sir, I am not your wife. I'm also just really perplexed as to like why the Grey's episodes are first. Like you would think. Yeah. Fire, emergency responders, and then Absolutely. we bring you to the hospital where then hour two continues. If you wanted, I just, I, yeah. Like, what's the point of being like, we're at the hospital and now here's a fire? That's actually very, very true. I'm just wondering. I'm I, just spitballing. But I also, Shonda, I know you're listening. Now I fear. So. Now I fear that they'll do a switch. That would be bad because then it would absolutely make it like you are gonna need. <laughs> yeah, to that would pay be attention. that would be an, a literal omen. Yeah, it would be terrible. So who who do you like? Who's on the show now? On the show, I mean Merit, of course. Yes, Merit. And you know, as a youth, I was like, Meredith is so annoying, and I then know, I like me too. W- w- 
turned into an adult and was like, Meredith is so traumatized. Yes. What a bummer. Like, yeah, sorry, girl. I get it now. When I was 19, I thought I knew better than you. Yeah. I didn't know anything. I had never seen anything in my life. Absolutely. And now you're really huge fan of her work. Obviously, Christina leaving was devastating. Yep. Um, I think beautifully done. And I think it's like fine that Sandra was free to do other things now. Um, I still love Teddy. Teddy is like the best. Owen being on the show, huge question mark. Um, Yeah. Like it's been literal eons. Yeah. He's now been on for 10 seasons. That's too many. And I was I recently rewatched his like first episode when he's like, I'm cool trauma guy. And his whole thing is just saying the word so a lot, which is awful. He has a really bad attitude. It's terrible. Such a like he's so annoying. That's like such a fun thing of me to say. (laughs) Like that makes me a really fun person to be like, he's negative. He has a bad attitude. But he does. He has a very bad attitude. He has a terrible attitude. It's awful. He's cranky. He's cranky. Yeah. Listen, I get that war is a bummer, but first of all, it's about to be way more of a bummer for you. So strap in. Truly. And second of all, like, yeah, I forgot that he does say so a lot. Like it was shocking. uh, Christine will say something. and It'll be like, so (laughs) like, I'm sorry. That's pretty you 10. Yeah. I hated that. Um, I'm the new, in like Joe, okay. Isn't sure. it so funny that we call them new when they've literally been on for yeah. five seasons? But I, I, they are new. They're, they're, <laughs> they're so new. new. They're still new. Shiny, bad. <laughs> I just like you know we've had. A, I feel like we've had so many of them, and some of them stick, and some of them really don't. Yeah, Sean Ross was a bummer. Yeah, um, I've warmed to Joe. I think it takes yeah. time. It's weird because, like, two of my favorite characters are very close with her. Like, obviously, Alex and Meredith is super close with her. Um, But it's, like, them loving Joe. Like, I guess it's hard because it's, like, I don't want characters who are such strong stereotypes Mm -hmm. that all they are is, like, either a personification of their specialty or someone who just is like this one note, like Mm -hmm. I'm the rebel. I'm the goody two shoes. Like I don't want that either. But at the same time, I'm like, literally what is Joe's personality? Like what is she doing? Like for such a long time, she was just like ambitious. Like, I don't know. She just was kind of like vaguely like competitive with Stephanie. That was like her thing. Then we found out that she was hiding from an abusive ex and that she like, well, I guess we always kind of knew she like lived in a car and had a tough, like, but it's like, that's not a personality. That's a backstory. Like, and like, what did that lead her to become? Right. Like, except for vaguely question mark ambitious. And I guess into reading now, like that's what she likes. Yeah. There was research. Who was saying that she like, that someone was like, you're up on all of the research. Oh, like yeah. you always read the stuff and it's like, is that, Oh, okay. So I don't know. That's, that's kind of, I, I've, I've had a similar complaint with DeLuca where it's mm. like, I understand that they mean a lot to ca- certain characters, right. but I don't actually understand like what their own plot line would look like. Right. Like right. I can imagine 
something that Meredith would run into, something mm-hmm. that Bailey would run into, something that like Izzy would run into that yeah. would like, I understand what bu- buttons they have to push. I understand what they like and what they don't like. I don't really understand what, besides like seeing like a, a woman who's like a survivor of abuse, like I don't really understand what would like get Joe going. And I know that you have said this many times, so I'll say it for you now, but I do think we need to just do more patient episodes. Yes. And like, I think that would really help because, yeah, we just don't like Maggie question mark. Huge question mark. I wish I liked her more. I feel the same way. Like, I was like, oh, cool. You're like a cool, smart black girl, like tight. I read like word representation, like, yes, queen. And then I was like, oh, no, queen, you're so boring, though. (laughs) Like snooze queen. I don't love that. And like, I just like. She's really... What are you? Yeah. It's very strange. It's so weird when you can kind of see the conversation behind yes, it. Like, absolutely. I understand the conversation that led Maggie to exist as this, like, prodigy who's mm-hmm. super young. She's she's so young for a chief. Like, that wow, type wow, of wow. stuff. Yeah. But it's like, that just doesn't really pop against the background of a hospital that that consistently has the best people in their field. Truly. And again, I love Seattle, but I just like, it's a little hard to believe that you all are in <laughs> Seattle. There's like so many other cities with hospitals in and them. <laughs> so many. Like truly yeah. great. I would even say hundreds. <laughs> Might say thousands. Who yeah. can say? Who can say for Big sure? Big country. Big country. I mean, and also three notably left New York in order to go to Seattle, which is like, right. sure. Sure. Okay. Right. Like sometimes we'll talk about the idea of Boston as a place that has hospitals, but let's be honest, no one's going there. Yeah, no one's going there at all. California is non-existent with the exception of Addison being over there in a private practice there. So to to borrow a phrase. (laughs) To to borrow a title. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think that uh, patient stories that are just like true procedural patients like yep. they cut we meet them at the beginning of the mm-hmm. episode they have an arc throughout the episode mm-hmm. and they leave at the end like those are how we tr- understand who these characters yes. are as doctors how yep. they relate to each other when you see two doctors disagree about how to deal with the patient we are learning what their values and their skills are and it's just been a long like but all we see that is in these really extreme circumstances of like right. this immigrant girl who doesn't have health insurance, her father's sleeping on a cot. Like who's going to commit insurance fraud in order to fight the system? It's like that's not the same as just someone who comes in and like has a weird facial like, you know, deformity. Right. And there's a question of like whether or not appearance should Mm -hmm. be prized over their well-being or the risk of a surgery like that's like a classic gray's question that it's like i actually don't know i don't know where anyone would fall and also i don't know if anyone has a different opinion than anyone else i don't know what anybody thinks anymore like it was crazy that like that we were like deluca thinks that this is oh you wouldn't haven't seen this season yet i haven't but it's fine deluca you think that DeLuca is mad at Meredith for committing insurance fraud in order to save this immigrant girl. And for a second, you're like, wow, kind of excited. Like DeLuca's a piece of shit and this is going to be a fight. And then DeLuca's like, no, Meredith, you don't understand. I admire you. I think what you're doing is amazing. I'm on your side. And in fact, 
I'm going to go to jail for you. And he does. And it's like, what? Well, like Bailey is upset about it, but only because she's like, you broke a rule. <laughs> like there are better ways in the system to deal with this than committing insurance fraud. That's a felony. Like, you know. Also, Bailey, you've known Meredith for how long now? As we've said, a million seasons. Like, yeah. come on. They're going to break a rule. Yeah, they're going to break a rule. Bailey. Also, just like men getting mad at Meredith for like doing something fraudy is like weirdly is a plot that I'm bored of. Yeah, it's it's genuinely bitch. Where have you been? Like, I was there for the Alzheimer's trial. I've seen some stuff. This is not interesting to me. Right. Like also the number of times that's been a plot for multiple characters of like, we're going to secretly do the surgery. We're going to do the surgery pro bono. We're going to do like. There is like a set of values that we're led to believe that like every character probably has under the right circumstances. Mm -hmm. But no one's no one's scamming anyone. No one's scamming. We're not doing like secret tumor surgery for 10 hours wearing diapers on that ER tech we all pretended to love who we literally never seen before. (laughs) But like, God bless. We got that tumor off his spine. I'm so happy about that. Yeah, no, it's it's so important. So important. No, we love him. Like we, we as lo- a community, we love him. Yeah, he You've needed that really him. complicated spinal surgery, and like we gave that to him, like for free. And like, presumably, he made a full recovery because we never saw him again, and that's amazing. Quite literally disappeared, and I love that for his story. But yeah, <laughs> just like we need, we do, we need it. Like I just need that back in my life. Yeah, I mean, like where is like the Alex flying in a bunch mm. of children from Africa? Because oh my he's god, just, like, I had legitimately forgotten that occurred until you said that. But like, of course that happened. Because, right? Like where else? He would was Derek like, I need a black kid. <laughs> oh my in god, Seattle. See, and I forgot that that's where Zola came. That's from. where she comes from. And I remember when I first quit, and then I like was saw a promo, and I was like, where did that black kid come? <laughs> from <laughs> though but africa yeah the yeah. whole continent you know what teenage or preteen zola has actually quite a lot to do in this most recent season yeah and she must be old now that actually makes me feel a billion years old how old the kids are yeah. like that bailey son is dealing with like both consent and police brutality and also being a marvel stan like wow <laughs> how heavy is the crown my friend uh, oh my god yeah you know how you like turn 13 and all of a sudden your parents have to like teach you with like a ton of lessons that make good thematic television. I remember it from my days. The young child (laughs) actor. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, Zola's purpose in the most recent season is a lot of like, Auntie Maggie, why is my dad dead? Or like, do you ever miss this thing? Or like, oh, you have adoptive parents just like how you're like my second mommy. And you're like, this also is, like second mommy. This like, developmentally does, probably shouldn't be where this kid is at. But it's it's yeah, fine. it's fine. She's not her two geniuses, but it's fine. She's like kind of asking some big questions. Uh, yeah, some, some big questions really big in questions. really simple terms. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so like I'm gonna dive back in. I'll get there. Mm-hmm. I'm unemployed. I have the time. Yeah, and I look forward to it. I like equally dread it, but also I really do look forward to it. So, what made you want to talk about Addison for your epi? I mean, first of all, Kate Walsh's face is literally math. Yes. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? How does it do that? I, I have know. stared at it a regular amount of time, and I can't. I just can't comprehend. Yeah, there are certain features of her face that don't genetically don't tend to go together. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and yet there they yeah, are there on they one are. face. On one literally perfect porcelain face. Right. What a gift. Um, yeah. First of all, I just loved that she was mean when she yeah. like came in. I also hugely appreciated, and again, 
just the aggressive, like she's from New York vibe. Like, do you get it? Her yeah. coat has <laughs> fur on it, girls. Yeah. Like, she's not from around these parts. Yeah, her hair is curled and down. Right. But she's also a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> she's wearing do a red Do you follow? Lip. Are you dumb? <laughs> also, just like the drama of the salmon colored scrubs, which in fairness were awful. I did hate them. Yeah, I loved... I loved that as like a plot line and also I, I genuinely loved it as a plot line. And then I also found it funny that it was like that there aren't any extra scrubs around is like amazing to me. Yeah. Like I actually like can't like, find her a pair. So sorry. Yeah. I mean the same. But yeah, I, I actually I genuinely like I love that plot line and I am glad that it didn't get um, kind of like phased out in the room by too many questions about like how about how that doesn't make any sense. Right, well, because then it leads you to ask a lot of questions, which I have asked myself about Seattle Grace, just like other doctors, like other kinds of doctors. So that's a no. Yeah. <laughs> just the one kind, they all own the hospital. Yeah. And no one else had to be involved in that decision no. of buying the hospital, just the surgeons, which yeah. is fine. It's just, <laughs> it's just like a crazy thing to think about, like, are there doctors in the ER or just nurses and occasionally someone trolling for a surgery? Just, yeah. I have questions. I have questions. Sure. Oh, and, and who could blame you? Uh, and there is, at times, a full psychiatric floor. At times. Yeah. Like there was once a dermatology floor, which we went to for rest and relaxation. I absolutely love that episode. It's so good. And yeah. I was like, do I want to be a dermatologist? But absolutely not. It's also, I, I wonder, I, I, whenever I watch that episode, I do wonder if there are like dermatologists who are, their feelings are hurt by their portrayal. Because literally, I believe the exact phrase is all they do is rub lotion on each other, which is like so rude. I mean, you have to ask yourself about that, like nearly any medical profession that's not being a surgeon, like anesthesiologists probably can't feel great about yeah. the way they're portrayed on that show. I know there are three anesthesiologists that come to mind. One, Ben Warren, who's like, get me out of this profession. Which, two, dude, that seems like a sick profession. Yeah, You absolutely. make the money and you don't have to stand. You're reading a literal magazine. Yeah. Amazing. The guy who was drunk, that who ass, George yeah. ousted. And then the guy who in the bomb of the body cavity episode runs leaves out. because he's like, I have kids. Those are the three anesthesiologists that we know by name. I mean, by name, like as a <laughs> name, like is they have been, generous. they've been given names and they. Do we know them? Do we know them? No. No. Do we know them? No. So here's, here's like a little fun fact about me. Love fun facts. I got my gallbladder out. Mm. Uh, a few years ago, wow. you're, so you're put under for that. Um, and a year later, I met someone at a show who was like, this is really weird. But I was your anesthesiologist That's for your wild, which because is incredible. Of because you wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. And well, I, I guess like they put the thing on you and tell you to count backwards. So but what but what that mainly told me is like, oh, you've seen my boobs. Right. Like so naturally, like. What you're, what you're telling me is that you've seen my boobs. You're telling me in the nicest. Yeah. You did an amazing job way. with your job, which means that I didn't feel a surgery happening and that I didn't die. Because those episodes are awful. Yeah, because those have happened and it's really bad. But at the same time, what I'm hearing is, oh, hey, I've seen your boobs. Hey, I saw you like draped in a weird sheet. Yeah. Anyway. While I did a crossword, I imagine. Yeah. Because I'm certain that's, that's, the, only we, that's the only thing we... Perhaps a Sudoku. That's the only thing we have to go on. Like a rogue Sudoku puzzle. <laughs> 
Okay, so you decided so that you you loved Addison's right. intro. I loved Addison's intro, and then I also just loved that she was like a person who had a lot of good points. Yeah, um, and also. <laughs> I hate to return to it is so beautiful. Yeah. Um, but it's, I'm going mean, to keep returning is. to it. Um, and I also just loved that she was mean to Derek, a thing I think more people should have been doing, Absolutely. especially at that's like in the season two when he was just like golden haired McDreamy boy. Yeah. Which I hate to admit it works. Yeah, it it's, does. It's a bummer. Every yeah. time I watch the episodes, I'm like, God, Derek, why do you still work on me? I'm an adult now. Yeah, but it does. It does. But it work. does. And I liked that she was like, no, Hi. Was your equal? What's up? Can't just move across the country. Let's right. talk about it. Yeah, I love I love her personality. I love kind of she is painted with a very nuanced brush. Yes. Which I think is really like the pull of like, should they work on their marriage? Mm-hmm. Like who who has the bigger share of blame? Right. Who has who has to make sacrifices for the other? Like yeah. Like, I think one of the central issues of her being like, I came to Seattle for you and you're not meeting me halfway. And him being like, I never asked you to come to Seattle. Right. Like, why are you counting that as something that you did for me when you, I never wanted you? Like, I left. Yeah, you just came here. Right. Like, that's a Didn't very. even send a text. Yeah. And you like Nary go back and, and forth. Yeah. As you watch them kind of argue each of their points. Like, we're not showing this clip, but the part where. She says, like, oh God, people are going to know this exact quote and I'm I'm kind of butchering it. But okay. she's like, have you ever considered that I am like an oh, evil yeah. bitch? Like I might and, be an evil bitch, but, but also, I'm also like, the love of your life. Right, the woman that you found in love with or whatever. Yeah, yeah. like that. That's like a moment where it's like, oh, oh yeah. Oh. Is that the episode where they're all calling her like ruler of all that is evil or like. Yeah. They also, she shepherd is a big one. Yeah. There's also like. There's one thing where they call her the queen of passive aggressiva. Oh, yeah. <coughs> There's a land called, called passive, passive aggressiva and I am their queen. <laughs> yeah. It's like how she admits that she has been passive aggressive. Oh, Which I, felt, I felt that. I felt oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I deeply relate to Addison in the mm-hmm. way that she relates to other people. I also just love her friendships with the other doctors. Yeah, her friendship with Callie is really great. I love her and Callie. Her friendship with Bailey is really great. Callie is also just like a forever fave of my life. Oh yeah, yeah. Just, Were you on board from day one, or kind of? I was pretty on board for from day one, even though watching it, you after, loved her as a rocker chick. I did love her as a rocker <laughs> chick. She was so cool, and you knew it because her hair was curly and bangs, and also a dark lip. Yeah, the woman was wild. Um, and then she had that iconic coming out arc. And then after I had a much less iconic coming out arc, <laughs> I rewatched it. And I was like, yeah, this is this is good stuff. Yeah. Also, Sarah Ramirez, like we didn't need a musical episode, but I did you need you singing the story. Yeah. You could have done it on your own time somewhere Absolutely. away from the set. Yeah. But thank you for that. Yeah. Sorry, I just went into a, a deep no, trance. No, that looks like a musical about, trance. Yeah, no, <laughs> I just me. was thinking about uh, Kevin McKidd singing. Uh, it's gruffly singing. He's he's so mad. Yeah, and you know what? I am too. I'm also angry. I, it's also my favorite because it's much harder for him to not have an accent when he's singing. So you're like, oh, what is that? A little you're right. You're from Scotland, right? 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 Yeah. You're giving me accented, giving me burr. Uh, nice. I have to tell you this. When you type in Addison Forbes Montgomery, yep. here are what the auto oh, Google things are. Sure. 
Addison Forbes Montgomery parents. Sure. Addison Forbes Montgomery net worth. <laughs> like she's a person. Like a real person. I mean, she is. She, she is a real she person. A real she's person. my friend. But she's, and I know her and we are in love and whatever. <laughs> Addison Forbes Montgomery, actress, mm-hmm. quote, real name, Wikia, Dr. Addison Forbes Montgomery Shepherd, Dr. Addison Adrian Forbes Montgomery, Addison Forbes Montgomery Grays. So that's shocking. <laughs> why is net worth third? But honestly, I would even say, why is her parents second? What? Right. Okay. What happens when I search that? Do we... I know we do meet her parents, but I can't remember if it's in private practice or if it's in Grey's. I think it might be in private practice. I think it's in private practice. Because you watched all of private practice. I watched most of private practice. Okay, most of. You dipped out at one point when it was like, this is too much. And then I dipped out at another point where I said, this is too much. You know, I was actually thinking this morning about how I am surprised that I stopped watching it. I was like early in college, but, and I think that it just was like, I think part of it was like I wasn't really able to manage personal stress or whatever better because I just remember watching. So like, okay, I don't like suspense. I don't like, okay, gotcha. I don't like um, cringe. I don't sure. like being stressed out. I okay. don't get like a fun adrenaline rush from that. It's just unpleasant. So like I had to stop watching Orange is the New Black mm. because those episodes just started becoming like, one group of people is going to catch another group of people doing this. And everyone's like, and everyone's always, got a shiv. And it's, like, yes, it's worrying. high stress all mm-hmm. the time and people are going to get hurt. And right. it's, and that wasn't fun for me. It just was making me upset. I weirdly had like a similar thing with when Violet's baby gets cut out of her by her stalker. Yeah. It's like, this is like very upsetting. That's objectively horrid. upsetting, but yeah. I actually think that probably I could, that's like a different, type of upsetting mm-hmm. that I actually think I could probably go back and watch. So I don't know. That might be in the cards for me. Yeah. I I had to stop when there was in a really intense sexual assault. You know? Yeah, absolutely. That was just, I said, you know, this is a bummer. Yeah. And also they did make Addison just like a little weird. They like took her a little left. Like, well, she's in California now. So guess what she's doing? Crying by the beach a lot. And I was yeah. like, I don't love that. Like, yeah. That's not what I come to Addison for. Right. And That's also that wellness center seemed like it should not have been running. I didn't understand. There were a lot of doctors who I didn't like on private practice. Also true. Also true. I didn't like Charlotte. Yeah. And I didn't like the guy who sh- she was sleeping with. Yeah. That guy who's like always in stuff. Yeah. The short yeah. guy. Yeah. 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 And I was like, one. you can't fool me. <laughs> this guy isn't hot to me. I'm not tricked. You can't. Yeah. You can't put him next to Tim Daly. Put, yeah. You, like, that's you keep putting him like. Like having hot women interested, like who sense. is it who gets pregnant and she's trying to figure out which of two guys is the. Oh, yeah. And he's one of the options. And you're like, he, and he's the nicer guy. I think so it I is think, Charlotte. Yeah, I think it's Charlotte. It's it like you're Charlotte. like trying to like be like, maybe we want it to be him. And I was like, no, you can't fool me. He's I not really hot to don't me. Want I don't want him to be the yeah. dad. Anyway, that's a bit of a that's a bit of a Nicole's private practice. Uh, oh yeah, stay tuned for my forthcoming podcast. Oh Christina's my private practice. Honestly, would listen, would listen, would watch in order to listen. Okay, let's just start with your first clip, which is the very beginning. Of I Addison. love chronological, chronological, yeah. chronological. Yeah, and I'm intelligent. <laughs> so. um, yeah, this is. This is Addison's this is intro. Addison. I can't imagine. I literally cannot imagine that one person 
could possibly be listening to this podcast who is not familiar with like, the scene. I don't be like, I don't remember that. <sighs> Did she like, have a big entrance? Like, was it a big deal? Spoiler, it was huge. Yeah, and huge. when Kate Walsh has been asked about what her favorite like part of Grey's Anatomy is, she has described like this scene, which as some may know, she was not initially supposed to be this, this season's long plus a spinoff character. Mm, she was sure. supposed to just be kind of an obstacle. Right. And she said that this 90 seconds like completely changed her career. She got all of these phone calls. She got every, like it just. I was calling her. Yeah. She didn't answer. And she won't answer. It was really weird. <laughs> Pick up Kate. <laughs> she went to the University of Arizona and guess what, what hat I'm wearing today. Wow. Not on purpose. Thank it's you for just bringing, because I'm from Tucson. But thank you for bringing her in the studio. Uh, we would be friends if she would let me. We would be more than her. friends yeah. if she would let me. I think that's true. I think do, that's do, true. Do, do, do. All right. This is this is the beginning of Addison. Long day. Yeah. Somewhere out there is a steak with your name on it, and maybe a bottle of wine. This is why I keep you around. So we need to talk. Wine first, talk later. You trying to uh, get me drunk so you can take advantage of me? <laughs> I think I like this rules thing. Me too. Meredith, I'm so sorry. The problem with secrets is, even when you think you're in control, Addison. You're not. What are you doing here? Well, you'd know if you bothered to return any one of my phone calls. Hi, I'm Addison Shepard. Shepard? And you must be the woman who's been screwing my husband. Wow. I mean, wow. wow. I mean, where do we begin? I mean, first of all, maybe we begin with the collar on Derek's shirt is a problem and <laughs> wish that it stopped. Yeah. But it was 2005. What were we? We didn't know It was a different better. time. It was a different time. I, I love how they introduce her. Mm. It's such a bold character so moment. Bold. Um, I do think it's very good acting from Ellen Pompeo too, of just like not, it's not overplayed. She, right. It's like very clear. It's like realistic. It's like, you wouldn't know what's going on. You would, you would just be like, no idea what is happening. This woman. And she talks in, in that little baby voice like, that she um, used to, she used to shepherd. Uh, what? Yeah. She was making her voice as tiny as she is, which is truly what too acting small. is. It's just actually too small. It's so small. Um, also, uh, an underdiscussed element of uh, Kate Walsh. Hit me. An icon for Widow's Peaks. Okay, absolutely. Yeah. Why? First of all, why is it underdiscussed? I don't know. That's on Widow's Peaks <laughs> representation is it's huge. It's yeah, it's a huge issue. I mean, and I am I'm someone with kind of what what could be described as like a minor Widow's Peak. Oh, I'm looking at it now. It is. Yeah, it's there. It's there, but it's not. It's not a defining feature. But sure. like, it does impact. Things such as hair parts, right, and uh, and my hair part, right. You know, it's mainly the hair part issue, the big two. Anyway, hair part and hair part. <laughs> it's fine, but you know when you look at kind of what she what she's doing there, mm. it's 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 inspiring. It's inspiring. I think so much about 
her is inspiring. I also think the way that Kate Walsh says words yes. is wild. And I don't know how to describe it better than just like everything comes out of her mouth and it's like almost a drawl, yeah. but it's also really pronounced, but it is certainly incredibly erotic. And her handshake is so aggressive. Yeah. It, She's wearing gloves. Which she has to remove. Yeah. She has a fur, like, collar. And fur cuffs. Yes. A belted trench. A belted trench. All black. All black. All black, everything. Yeah. Not even, like, a pop of color on the bag. No. Absolutely not. You this can't even really see where the bag is. You can't. Yeah. It's, wow. It's such a perfect moment. It really is. And there's it, that, like, pause when she sees the two of them and she, like smirks and is like I'm going for it and you kind of can't tell like she's really part of the background and you're so fixated on their chemistry oh he's adjusting her jacket okay so this is the end of season one and then at the beginning of season two obviously she's been given she's been given um privileges at the hospital Mm, she's there to help patients you don't really know she's going to be there permanently or not and then you kind of uh, almost in repertory, uh, have chosen this this second clip. It was my thinking. Yes. Yeah. Um, we pick up where we left off mm. in the beginning of season two. Which is bold. Meredith like is furious. Like she's like, like her reaction is anger. She's not mm-hmm. like stunned. She's not thinking about it. Mm-mm. She threatens to run Derek over with her car, which, you know, uh, trailblazing really. H- huge moment for women everywhere. Yeah. I think, honestly. <laughs> and... Uh, and then she's put on Addison's service, which is, and again, like coming into this as a viewer who like doesn't really know what Addison's deal is, you're just like, wow, what a con! Like, yeah, you know who this is. Like, why would you want to torture this woman? Right. And they're put with this pregnant woman whose wife, whose husband has left her for another woman. Right. And so you kind of you're feeling this tension of like there's tension in the room. There's tension in the marriage. There's tensions in the halls. There's tension everywhere. And at one point. You know, she's she's as as her intern, Mm. uh, Meredith is being asked, like, well, what does this mean? What does that mean about about the patient? And there's one thing where she doesn't really answer. And Meredith and Allison is like, it means that the blood supply is diverted between the two tiny veins and they get outside and they're they're still within earshot of the patient. And Meredith is like, you know what? If you had given me more time, I could have answered that. And Addison's like, relax. I'm this hard on everyone, not just the woman who's sleeping, sleeping with my, my husband. husband. Right. And you and you see the the, the, the patient lady. clock it. So Her brow this, furrows. The, yes. So this next clip that you chose was was the uh, a moment between this patient mm-hmm. and Addison and uh, and Meredith after they have had to do this emergency procedure. Oh, this is so good. I somehow had kind of forgotten about this a little bit. Yeah, I had two and I watched it and I was like, oh, this is this is the moment like this. Yeah. To show us this this quickly, I think is really great because you could have just held on to this for a really long time because Meredith doesn't like totally know what's going on. Right. Because Derek's just like, because Derek's like, I want to explain. She's like, I don't want to hear it. And then she stuck with you. And I just want to run you over. Yes. All right, here we go. Your babies are doing very well. And Dr. Gray will be back to check on you a little bit later. Actually, I'd prefer it if Dr. Gray were taken off the case. Why, is there a problem? Just reminds me of someone I don't like very much. Someone my husband likes a lot. 
particularly in lingerie. You understand? No, no, I don't understand. Well, she's sleeping with your husband, right? Miss Phillips, I lack Dr. Gray's class and patience, so let me set the record straight. My husband didn't cheat on me, I cheated on him. So the wronged woman here, Dr. Gray. So, I think you owe her one hell of an apology. Perfect. I want to be clear that woman does not apologize. No, she doesn't. I she looks also, very guilty, but she does not apologize. Literally, there is no part of me that can imagine speaking to a doctor of mine that way. In yeah. any circumstance. I know. And this isn't the only time, obviously, in the series that people are like, well, you're sleeping with that other doctor, right? What do you think? Are you thinking you're going to marry him? Or like, you know, stuff like that. And uh, it's uh, like, uh, that's see, not. It's not. I would. Would I pay attention? Of course. Yes. Would I be incredibly emotionally invested in it while I was sitting in that bed. Yeah, what else am I doing? Yeah. Would I say something? Say something. I certainly wouldn't. No, like, no, 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 that's no. not my vibe. Although I do kind of understand like seeing Addison and being like, like having kind of a lizard mm -hmm. part of your brain being like, must establish friendship. Oh, must find commonality, absolutely. branch out, reach out, make a connection. Like mm -hmm. I do sort of understand that. I understand that as well. It would not, Words would not, I don't think, make their way out of my mouth in any type of coherent, no, 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 intelligent, even honestly interesting way. Yeah. I would just babble, yeah, probably for a long time. I love, I love that. I love the acting that mm -hmm. Kate Walsh is doing there, but it just that's such a good, satisfying moment, so and it really satisfying. also shows that like it's a moment that adds a lot of complexity to Addison's yes, character it's like because it's like, yeah. And they do it, it so quickly. Right. And she's that. doing that like for Meredith. Yes. Like, but it's also like, it's not a kindness exactly. No. It's, it's, it's something else. It is. And it's, it's interesting. Cause it's like, Oh, right. Like she might be many things. She is many things, but she's like absolutely a teacher and is truly offended on Meredith's behalf. Like, as a person who wants her to learn. Right. Which is amazing because again, she's been there for, well, we don't know, know what time does in Seattle, but she's been there for maybe a day or yeah. 20 years. Who can say? Who can say? How long? But I think that she also like, she doesn't like Meredith. No. She doesn't, she does resent her, but Absolutely. there's but kind of this like, she knows it's the right thing. Yeah. And, and so it's like the resentment anyway. and also her own guilt of being yes, like, yes, yes, yes. I don't like her, but I also, I know that it's partially my fault because yes. that's why he came here. Right. So what can I say? Right. Like, I cheated on him. And so, right. you know, what yeah. did I expect? And that just like slight tilt of her head. And she's like, let me make it. Let me just let me just be clear. Yes. Let's I speak. lack Dr. Gray's class, class and, and patience. patience. Just chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Oh, put Kate Walsh in everything. Okay. This scene is a little bit less of a, um, your next scene that you chose oh, a yeah. is a little less of a, uh, an easily categorizable no. uh, character moment so much as it's like we're trying to character build mm -hmm. and like what are we doing? What are we doing? And I like the scene for a few reasons. First of all, you could do a full episode of this year podcast on the third season opener. So much goes down in that yeah. one single episode. Um, but I like this moment because I also I like watching actors have to vacillate between like what being drunk is like oh how do you be drunk you know what i actually was first gonna do the uh the brown bagging it oh clip. 
I had honestly blocked it because of the trauma that I feel about this, but we just need to talk about it. Yes. This, <sighs> that's just why I was saying this clip. It's like, what are they doing? I, like, what are they doing? It's. You guys might not remember the scene because it wasn't meant to be remembered. And I honestly selected it and immediately forgot it. So that tells you a lot about the quality of the scene that's about this to happen. This is season two, episode seven. So, you know, we're like, yeah, they've, they've decided, they've decided to, work to work on the, work on the marriage. marriage. Yes, that's, that's like the important thing. That that's is the main here. thing. They've decided the to work on the marriage. being a bitch about it. Yes. Um, but they did decide we are going to work on this marriage and we do care, which and, fine. And so then this happens which is haunts me it haunts it's me. haunting it's, it's haunting. haunting it's haunting yeah you know when you said you found a lunch spot with a view i knew i should have taken you literally i found it in my best of seattle guide it's hardly brown baggy and on top of the empire state building but that's it they do have these cute little viewfinders you always find something to complain about okay is there anything that you like about me anymore? Because if there is, I really need to know now. Well, I like that you like cute little viewfinders in every city you live in. I don't live here yet. Are you going to stop talking to Meredith? I will. When? Today, tomorrow, next week? Maybe I'm not ready yet. Are you ever going to be ready, Derek? What if I say no? Then I'm not moving here. Well, I guess we're at an impasse then. It's hardly brown bagging it <laughs> on the Empire State Building. So, a couple, <laughs> a couple questions. Hit me. First of all, what hospital... We never really know what hospital they worked at in New York. No. I thought about this a lot. I have too. Did I perhaps Google the relative time it would take you to get from various prominent New York hospitals to the Empire State Building? I did. Okay. And what did you learn? Um, so it's I thought maybe. Ma all right. Like maybe they're doing like having a Columbia, like New York Presbyterian moment. Right. Right. Like classic teaching hospital. Huge fan. It would take literally an hour and a half to get there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, like Mount Sinai, same thing. Like, it's just, you're not doing that. It's hardly brown bagging it. <laughs> when you say it with that look in your eye, it's, rare. <laughs> it's even worse than it is in the episode. Also, no one eats lunch on the top of the Empire State Building. Also, it would be you're telling so me that windy. Addison Montgomery packs a lot. Like, first, first <laughs> of all, it's hardly brown bagging it. So that in her brown bag is a turkey sandwich she made the night before. And their brownstone. Right. I mean, the brownstone is iconic, and we do cherish the brownstone. Yeah. Um, cherish the real estate always. Uh, it's on a show that has had a lot of truly psychotic character moments. That's, yeah. like, really high on my list of just, like, fully it's just like, how did that get through? insane things to how say How did that get through? And to pretend that it's regular. And also to pretend that wherever they are in Seattle in that moment is regular. Yeah. Like, aren't you guys surgeons? Don't you have to be near the hospital? Aren't you at work? Right. It would be like, as someone from Arizona, it would be like me getting lunch with someone and being like, it's hardly dangling our feet into the Grand Canyon, but... <laughs> A 
thing I, a person from Arizona, do. Yeah. All the time. All the time. That's right. how I appreciate my surroundings. Right. Like I go to a busy tourist spot that's huge. inconvenient, out of the way. Right. And I eat lunch there. The lunch that I brought myself. And it's not even I'm like, a millionaire. <laughs> there aren't other, like, why would it have been like on the steps of the Met? Take a cue from Gossip Girl. Right. At least that's closer to any of the hospitals you th- I think or you like, may have worked at. name, like, do, take a cue from Sex in the City. Name an iconic, expensive restaurant. A luxury, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, luxury yeah. is a new word. <laughs> no, I think that's appropriate, though. Okay, yeah, name no, a luxury. La- name a single luxury. It yeah. is. It honestly, it does haunt me. I love her so much, and the fact that she had to say that out loud and mean it. It's she hardly brown it. bagging it. <laughs> okay, we'll move on just to kind of to save it's ourselves. It's also. I'll say this quickly, but it is like a good moment of her being like, what am I doing here and why? Like, why are you doing this to me? Absolutely. really need to pick something. I don't necessarily know how possible it would be for him to just stop talking to Meredith, even if they weren't in love. Because they, again, do work together. But him being like, I do want to work on my marriage, but also like, "Mm, I don't know. I don't know when I'm going to be ready to stop talking to her. I know. He's being such a little shit. being such a shit. Derek. Okay, your next clip, season three, episode two. This is a moment where the marriage, they're no longer working on it. They've had, there's been the, the sex at the prom. Right. It's there's like been, immediately post-prom sex. Yeah. And uh, it, I mean, an iconic outfit. Addison comes to work in a bucket hat, like a fishing hat. Right. It's like she raided... Derek's, Derek's trailer. Trailer. He's yeah. in the trailer. We can. We can. Yeah. Never no. The, the, the production trailer. design is perfect. She. But she's like wearing like a fishing getup. Yep. And she comes in basically like I need the day off to go drink. Yep. And then she does do that. And she does do that. And so you chose a moment with Bailey when yes. she's because because it's kind of like people come in and out. Yeah. Okay. She's been drinking all day long. Yes. Okay. Let's let's see this. You'll make it a swatter, unbuckle our trousers. I decided that I'm gonna get really fat. Just as a stopgap. Just until I figure out another plan. I'm gonna eat all of these muffins, and I'm gonna get really gloriously fat. It's over. 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 I'm talking about the last third of my life, Miranda. How can that just be over? How does that just end? Over a skinky pair of panties and bad tux. I am desirable, Amanda. Miranda. Right. Joe, I'm desirable, right? I have a boyfriend. Be that as it may, I don't need me to tell you how wildly attractive I am. Wildly attractive. You are. And your wildly attractive cab is here. It is. Told me to call you a cab at 10. It's 10. I guess that's for the best, huh? I would say so. Perfect. Hey. It's a perfect moment. It's perfect because I love that she came to the bar with a plan. She came to the bar clearly when they opened, I guess, at 9 a.m. Yeah. Because it's right across the street. Wonderful. And she said, Joe, I'm going to be here quite literally all day. I'll (laughs) bop in and out of some moments. I'll have some muffins, but I'm going to need you to call me a cab at 10. Yeah. And he does just that. And that's honestly why we love Joe. And that's just a shout out for Joe. Yeah. What a guy. And she also knows she's hot, which is a crucial, wild, crucial moment. Attractive. Wildly attractive. And you find out in the end of this episode that she has also booty called Mark, presumably from New York. Which I love. Which is 
truly a feat of planning. Like she yeah. must have woken up and said, all right, I'm going to get drunk today and I'm going to call Mark now and tell him to get on a plane. Yeah. So when I am drunk at, and my cab arrives at 10, when I ask Joe to get me the cab, I'll go to my hotel and Mark will be there. Yeah. It's amazing. And also just like pretending to be drunk is hard. And she vacillates between like crying and being funny and also being sad like very yeah. well. The only thing that she doesn't do well is she doesn't look like shit. She doesn't even in that bucket hat. Yeah. She looks literally like an angel. And also we, ju- we do just have to say in terms of like understanding the planning. It is at the end of this episode that she is at the hotel mm-hmm. that she's staying at. She showered. Uh, She's presumably Derek, already had a lot of sex with Mark. Yeah. Derek comes by and like comes in and is like, our marriage is over. This is very sad. And then Mark comes how with side is. hip revealed. It's, like he's mostly naked. You just can't you see know the shot. Like, you know the shot. You, you know, know the, the shot. shot. You know the shot. You were there. You know the shot. You were there. And he comes out steam billowing out behind him in the shower. And he's like, because this is awkward. This show loves subtlety. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. No, it's art. It's art. It's, it's art. art. It's art. It's art. And yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, there you go. And like, what a day she's had. Because yeah. honestly, if I had been drinking all day, I would have been definitely asleep and well before 10 p.m. Oh, yeah. The idea that she made it to 10 p.m. is... I mean, what is it like? It's like 4.02 now. And I'm like, boy, oh boy, can't wait to get into my little bed. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So flawless scene. I have I one flawless scene that I didn't include, but I've talked about it on the podcast before. Mm. And I don't know why I didn't include it. Just it didn't feel it didn't feel right. Was sure. the moment where she gets poison oak on her vagina. Oh, it's a classic. And yeah. I also thought about it. It just and didn't feel quite didn't, right. It didn't feel it right. It didn't feel quite right. What did feel quite right was Two episodes after this, mm-hmm. uh, Meredith is deciding between Finn and the vet and Derek. Yep. And they think she's pregnant because she collapses Cause and she's vomiting she's and she's doing right. all this stuff. And she ends up not being pregnant. She has appendicitis. Appendicitis. Very, very bad appendicitis. It's bad, bad. But there's this moment with Addison. Oh, is this when she's loopy on the drugs? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was love like, this moment. Ugh. So good. Okay, so that's that's what we are. This is what I chose because it's one of my favorite Addison moons. It's so good. Addison. Dr. Montgomery Shepard. You bellowed, Dr. Gray. Hi. You certainly are, aren't you? But you're not pregnant. No. Are you okay? Fine. How are you? I'm trying to choose between two men. Okay, well, good luck with that. How did you know Derek was the one? Excuse me? I know you hate me and all, and you don't owe me anything. Nothing. No thing. What was I saying? Derek. Right. I want him to be the one. But I would know if he was the one, right? You knew, right? You don't 
I didn't know. I just, there's the kind of guy, I just knew he wouldn't hurt me. Not on purpose anyway, not the way I hurt him. He hurt me when he chose you. I should have let him go. I should have stepped aside, been a better person. I should have. A lot of things. Me too. A lot of things. I don't hate you. How can we never talk like this before? The only reason we are talking like this right now is because I know you won't remember a single word of this once the drugs wear off. Dr. Karev, you need to see this. I'm off the case. Paige talked to Montgomery Shepard. We did, but... Were you just talking to Mary? Yeah. Don't, um, don't hurt her again. You planning on killing a woman today? Unbelievable. That's like an absolute favorite scene of mine for both, for both of them, really. But yeah, yeah. I mean, Ellen Pompeo is great. And I did not realize how often I say me too a lot of things. And it's literally from this episode (laughs) of Grey's Anatomy. Wow, wow, wow. A lot of things. (laughs) Yeah, I... There's just like so many like micro shifts in power in that conversation. So many small decisions Mm -hmm. that are made by Addison about like how much she's going to reveal, how much she's going to like follow Meredith down the path that she wants to go to. And then just for it to end with her like going to Derek Derek and being like, don't hurt her again but also her delivery and her inability to make eye contact it's just it's so right. good just like that entrance just like you bellowed is just yeah. and also just like immediately picking up her chart which not sure that's like a cool thing to do but yeah it's fine no rules at Seattle Grace no no uh, rules who even cares she's not pregnant we're all happy also I love what they've done to her hair at this moment yeah I was just actually thinking about it's not it's my so favorite hair of hers because I think my favorite hair is later in the season the um, lob the lob is great but it's like the longer but it's like a little more burnished auburny yeah that actually might be in my next clip yeah I, I don't mind the longer <laughs> hair I, re- is, I really like the lob. I, love I, the lob I love when they transitioned her to a more neutral lip mm, yes Yes, because honestly, she is a doctor and it's yeah. crazy to keep applying a lip. Um, you know what scene I just remembered that I didn't, I don't know if this would have been like a good like scene, scene, but it's a really good moment when the guy thinks that she looks like Catherine Deneuve. I also thought about that and I couldn't, I did watch it and there's, it's hard to pick because it's just so many like Because it's like recur- it's like a runner for the episode. There but is it- a good, the good moment at the end where she's just like talking to Derek and she's like, he saw me. Like a person noticed me. And thought I was hot. And thought I was hot. But then it was I, like, yeah, as soon as his wife had a baby, she like, like no longer right. was, was like, hot to him, Ooh. which is like good because yeah. it means that this man isn't like an right. actual monster. They but- did a great job of making that guy like, kind of awkward and weird but like not an absolute skis for being like wow my doctor is super hot because but my wife is absolutely pregnant is, but like yeah. also what are you to do if your doctor looks like that right so the last clip that I selected is from season four which is after private practice has happened she comes back yeah she comes back and it's it's you know it's a little like 
cheesy isn't the right word, but like it, it doesn't, it's a little um, neatly packaged. There are of moments like, of it that are like the Izzy Gandhi stuff. Yes, is a little that's right. cheese ball. Yeah, but it's like, it's basically like Addison comes back and she's expecting everything to be the same because it's like nothing ever fucking changes here. And then actually Seattle, everything right? Right. has changed in her absence. And it's like kind of um, like, earth shattering to her right. that like life has really moved on without her mm-hmm. that she made this decision to leave because she felt like she was never going to change and nothing was right. ever going to change she in like Seattle like she, yeah no. right mm-hmm. and then but instead she comes back and and everything has everything changed um and one of the things that has changed is that Derek and Meredith are no longer together but when she sees them for the first time she doesn't know that oh, and yes. she's like super awkward and she's like wow you guys like, like oh the happy couple and <laughs> love, then love, love. she finds out that they're not together and she confronts Derek and this, it's the confrontation yeah. no, with Derek that this I that I chose okay here wow, we go you're so good at this wow 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 uh, you broke up with Meredith Grey? Well, we're doing a clinical trial together, if that makes you feel better. Derek, I hugged her, hugged her, and you're not even together with her anymore? What the hell happened? Okay, fine. Tell me about the clinical trial. Well, if it doesn't go well, I'm killing people for sport. When I walk into an OR, I'm an expert. I can stop a bleed, I can remove a clot. I'm the expert. Not in a clinical trial. I'm experimenting. Groping around in the dark, hoping to do the right thing. She wants greatness from me. She's expecting greatness. Okay, seriously. Derek, what are you doing? Seeing somebody else. She's lovely. She's really lovely. Yeah. Hey, you came. When they described me to their ex-wife as lovely, I would literally want to commit seppuku that's awful <laughs> are you kidding all you can think of is lovely yeah no i'd i'd set a fire i mean i guess it's it's good that he didn't say she's nice because then you would have to go immediately yeah but lovely yeah. is truly just like she's a single lovely. step above. rose is rose is lovely. lovely rose was lovely for at least three episodes and bless her for that honestly oh my gosh yeah anyway that yeah. was my la- yeah I but yes that, that is the hair that's that is the hair, the hair. Like, that's the hair yeah it's like a deep like, like wine a d- red really deep wine red i just the Early hair is a little orange. This hair is perfect. Yeah, yeah. I definitely see that. Right. It's something I thought about what I'm sure is a healthy amount <laughs> for my personal life. Any amount is a healthy amount, I think. If yeah. you're not thinking about it at all, that's when there's something wrong with you. Thank you. I yeah. feel so safe and supported in this environment. So, yeah, I mean, Addison is just, she went too soon. It's she did. so weird in retrospect that she was only on Grace for two seasons because that's a really short period it's of time really before getting small. a a spinoff right but yeah I don't know she's just a perfect she's really a perfect character and there's so much to her right there's so much to her I absolutely was like oh this is like I will be an adult and I'll be like a badass person brown bagging it brown bagging it on the Empire State Building like that is my life path wow so up so happy to see her. Here. Yeah. I'm really glad that she appeared on the show before like boss bitch became like a phrase that oh, would have really appeared on the show because they would have been like, she's a badass boss bitch. She's a lady boss. Like I'm really <laughs> glad that we kind of lean in girl. Yes. Yeah, I'm really glad that she kind of predated that because they could have ruined her. There's so much of Shonda. I'm glad predated a lot of that conversation yes. because yikes, it would have been hard to watch. Honestly. And I, I do 
I do hesitate to make this claim, but I'm going to go ahead and say it anyway. Wow, space. Go there ahead. is a pre-Hamilton and a post-Hamilton Shonda Land, and mm. I'm so glad that we got enough time before mm. Hamilton came on the scene mm-hmm. because there are just so many Hamilton references yeah. in Grey's now. It's just like people will like make references as if it's like... Mm-hmm. As if it's like an iconic. Hashtag, I mean, it it's is like, like hashtag I- the Tempest, honestly. It's hashtag the Tempest, which of course is quoting a Peyton Kennedy uh, Instagram You're post. Welcome. For fans of the pod, you will remember. Um, <laughs> actually, you probably won't remember if you have any sort of life outside of what we do here. But in any I case, I do not. Yeah. <laughs> but in any case, it's like that was an iconic cultural moment, and we all can agree that. But it also was like so strongly a 2015 yeah. moment, yeah. like like that. There that, was so much freedom was, in the air and joy. Yeah, 2015 and, was just like a different time, quite literally. Quite literally. Yeah, and, and, and in any case, I'm just saying that there are certain cultural mm-hmm. moments that it's like, thank God we got to see what it was like without right. that. Because well, it's like, you know, we you have discussed at length about the JJ, And yeah. like, just imagine if that had been invented in like this time. Yeah. It wouldn't have been worth The blowback would have been within, you know, eight hours. Right. We wouldn't have even gotten. We wouldn't have done a full cycle. And full it cycle, bad, bad, bad. Horrid. Ugh. But, you know, we got two seasons of Addison and it's shocking that she made. It is crazy to think about how much of an impression she made. I know. On, like, not only you and I here in this moment together, but like on the culture as a whole. She's yes. still like an all time favorite person and got a spinoff for a private practice went for a long Six time. Six seasons, baby. Like, whoa. Yeah, we're not messing around. Oh, my gosh. Well, it has come to the last part of this episode where you do Shondalogs. Are yeah. you... Are you into it? Oh, I'm into it. I'm um, I'm a little excited. I'm a little terrified. That's all. That's all natural. Um, let me pull up my handy your handy monster grays. My handy monster grays playlist. Um, you know, there's a lot to not like in here, but there's also a lot to like if you wow wow. And what, what a motto saying. to carry yourself forward. <laughs> yeah, as we go on in this post Hamilton world, I'm gonna really go down to the bottom and kind of see what's what's in here. Um, okay. Would you like to go first? Would you like me? No, to I'm go gonna first? need you to go first. Okay, great. I'm keep it. Let's see. This song called "Secret" seems like it's gotta work, but let's see. Oh yeah, mm, that works. There it is, and there it is. It's the Empire State Building. And I know that you know that. I mean, is there a more iconic piece of architecture in the city we call home? But when I look at the Empire State Building, I don't think, oh, you can go up to the top. What I think is, that's us. That's our family. Strong and tall and it has a history and there's so many people who enjoy it but I've never really stopped to think about what the Empire State Building must think about being the Empire State Building I mean New York is the Empire State a building is a building and I've just been thinking about the Empire State Building and I've been thinking about us and if we are going to be this strong piece of architecture for each other and for everyone around us, then we have to enjoy being that. So there are more bricks that we need. There's more that we need to build before we can embellish it and invite people in. 
we need to close for renovation for a little while and remind ourselves that we're not just any building. We're the Empire State Building. And we're really tall. Okay, that's perfect. Yeah. There what's not to love about that performance. Um, that really um wow, I'm gonna think about like the Empire State is New York and like it's a building. Yeah, I mean wow. like wow, 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 how deep. I ultimately I'm here to make people think. I'm here to make people reflect. And that's, that song kind of took a left, but it worked. Yeah, it's so I interesting. I didn't expect the guitar drop. Is that what they're called? Uh, I didn't uh, expect it. Whatever it was, it was shocking. <laughs> I, you know, it's interesting because it's like every time that a song like goes a weird way, I'm like, yeah, but that's still Grey's Anatomy, which is like right. genuinely like no shit. This is from a Grey's Anatomy <laughs> podcast. Like every song is authentically Grey's Anatomy because, because it's, it's been like on from Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. Right, right, yeah, right. So that's, that's fair. Okay. For okay. those of you guys, uh, that, that song is called Secret by Max Morgan. And Max the, Morgan. And oh he, this is what he looks like. Oh. Yeah, that's not long, what I expected. Nor I. Like, imagine Weird Al, but make it 2019. <laughs> is what that guy's. <laughs> that's exactly. Like. That's exactly right. And that um, was a shock. That was absolutely a shock. Okay, it's okay, you. It's let's me. see if this song. Let's see what this song is like. The song works. Can't be too quiet. Oh, I kind of heard it. Oh, that works. Yeah. Yeah. That's a log. That's a Shondo log. I was the funny one. I'm always the one who makes the jokes and is funny. And that's fine. It's the way that I've learned to move in the world and be a person. But today, he made you laugh. And look, it's fine. It's... I know that it doesn't mean anything, but I'm the funny one. <sighs> you know, when I was in middle school, I had this teacher who told me that I was like the class clown. And I was like, oh, okay, so that's what I'll be. And I've kind of just held on to that, I think, for longer than I ever thought that I would. And... When I don't get the chance to be the funny one, it makes me feel awful. But then I met you, and you let me be more than just the funny one. I was sometimes the bitchy one, or like the rude one. And like sometimes I was even the person who I think you fell in love with. And like that's what we are, and that's what we're going to be. I just can't have him make you laugh the way that you laugh when I'm being the funny one. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow, wow that Perfect. really just throws up out of your mouth when you hear that music. Isn't that crazy? That's wild. I yeah. honestly don't know where I just was. Yeah. You know, it's like you come back and it's like you were in a fever dream. Absolutely. But that was perfect. That was so, that was so out of... That was such you a You just have to have a thing, you know? Yeah. You got a thing. Someone told you about it like once but a just long time ago. the turn ago. of like, and then today he made you laugh. It's right. It's like you painted the world. The world is there. Yeah. It's <sighs> honestly, I couldn't tell you what that was even about or why. And that's kind and of that's the point. And that's the beauty of it. And that's, that's the, the point, beauty baby. of it. It means something to everyone. It's like a horoscope. It's like, right. people are like you're facing a challenge in your life and you're like, I, I am. am. <laughs> How did they know that? 
Oh my gosh. <sighs> wow. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. Thank you I'm so, so much for having happy me. that you made the trip. I oh my feel God, so what a journey, honored. What a day. What, where can people find more of you? I am on, you know, the internet, um, yes. like the Twitters. You can find me at C underscore Grace T. I tweet a lot. It's often funny. Sometimes it's bad. Will there be soon a Grey's Anatomy thread of me rewatching? Who can say? I I can say. I it absolutely is going to happen. I feel good about it. Um, yeah. And that's like kind of like where I am. It's like on Twitter. I know it's like different, but no, that's, that's like where I'm located. Incredible. Yeah. Thank, okay. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you everyone you. for listening. And we'll see you next week. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.